Hi, I'm Serena Lo. If you're used to hearing that introverts are shy, anxious, antisocial, and lack good communication and leadership skills, then this podcast is for you. You're about to fall in love with a calm, introspective, and profound person that you are. Discover what's fun, unique, and powerful about being an introvert, and how to make the elegant transition from quiet achiever to quiet warrior in your life and work, anytime you want, in more ways than you imagined possible. Welcome. Welcome to today's episode of the Quiet Warrior Podcast. Today we are exploring disc profiling and what it means for us as introverts. But first, what is DISC and how did it come about? So the following information comes from a website called discinsights.com and I've linked it in the show notes as well. The history of DISC, D-I-S-C, began with the elements of fire, earth, air and water. And this theory behind these four quadrants of personality style was originally written by Empedocles in 444 BC. And Empedocles recognized that people seem to act in four distinctly different ways, and he attributed them to external environmental factors that would affect the way we would act. By 400 BC, the history of DISC moved forward as these four quadrants had shifted from being external environmental factors to internal factors when Hippocrates redefined the quadrants as choleric, sanguine, phlegmatic, and melancholic, and he called them the four temperaments. From there, the history of DISC fast-forwards again, and in 1921, Carl Gustav Jung re-examined the four quadrants and types of behavior, and he came to the conclusion that while personality styles are indeed internal, he attributed a difference in personality styles to the way we think and process information. So you see that we've moved from external factors that are outside our control to then the internal factors and then to the way we think. So Jung's four styles were thinking, feeling, sensation, and intuition, which we now know as part of the Myers-Briggs Personality Test or MBTI. And so the history of DISC moved again. And in 1928, William Moulton Marston published a book called Emotions of Normal People, which developed into what we know as the DISC personality system that is still used today. And this was validated during his studies at Harvard University. So Marston redefined the four quadrants of DISC and behavior as predictable traits that we act out in our everyday lives. He saw the DISC personality styles as being both internal and innate, but impacted largely by our external environment. So it becomes a combination of both. There is the internal factor and there is also the external impact. Marston defined the four quadrants of personality as dominance, influence, steadiness, and compliance, which we still use in DISC profiling. But it was only in 1940 when Walter Clark took Marston's theory and developed the first DISC personality profile that we come right to the present, where we still continue to use these profiles to understand workplace behavior, to recruit and assess people for employment, and so on. So what DISC does 
if you're not familiar with the term, is that it measures the dimensions of your personality. So it does not measure intelligence or aptitude or mental health or values. What it describes is how we behave as humans in different situations. For example, how you respond to challenges, how you influence others, your preferred pace, and how you respond to rules and procedures. So what DISC measures is tendencies and preferences. So not an absolute number, not an absolute description, but rather what side of, you know, if there was a scale, which side do you lean towards? Which side do you prefer? With no judgment regarding value or alignment with a skill set or job classification. So DISC is a tool for dialogue, not diagnosis. And this is so important to mention because we often look at profiling tools as a label, as a judgment of who we are, or a reason for why we can and cannot do certain things. For instance, my MBTI profile is INFJ. I am an introvert. And if I were to extrapolate from there and say that this is a judgment, this is who I am, that it means that I can't socialize or I can't make small talk. So don't ask me to be the MC for the office event And don't make me the spokesperson for our team. Now, that would be called diagnosing. What we want is a dialogue, and a dialogue goes two ways. So what this profile does is it opens up conversation and possibilities. And I'm going to circle back to this at the end. So let's talk about what each of the letters stand for. So at its broadest, DISC measures four aspects of our personality. D for dominance, I for influence, S for steadiness, and C for conscientiousness. So let's look at the DISC profile and how it can be applied. And in particular, I want to look at, from the perspective of an introvert, what do these combinations mean? What does it mean if you have a high C profile or a high S profile? And how can you use your DISC profile to enhance your natural strengths and to shore up your weaknesses or gaps? And I'm looking at this from situations that are very common for us as introverts. In the conversations I have in my introvert community, very often there'll be people who are business owners or thinking of starting their own business. There will be people who are working in part of a team. And there are people who just want to know for their own personal and social relationships, for instance, in the family unit, how does their disprofile play out and affect their relationships? So let's have a look at each one. So D stands for dominant. I also look at it as D for direct. D for decisive. So the person with a high D profile is the person who has a clear vision, is focused, gets things done quickly and efficiently, is the one who executes and implements, the one who is goal-focused, outcome-oriented, knows their numbers, can see the big picture, is innovative, is a risk-taker. So an example would be someone you see as a leader, the CEO, the visionary, the founder. Now, what's the flip side of this? With every profile or energy type, there is always a functional way and a way that is less functional or suboptimal, a less healthy way of expressing it because everything has got a light and a shadow to it. So the shadow side of the D would be that they fear losing control. So they can come across as autocratic, intimidating. This is the person who likes to be in charge, has a high need for control and certainty, does not like rules and regulations, does not like repetition and routine, and therefore may overlook important details. And in their demeanor, they can come across as impatient, argumentative, 
and failing to listen to others' opinions. If we think for a moment, I'm sure we can think of at least one or two persons that we've come across in our working life or personal life who have this strong D energy and sometimes come across in that way. They talk over others. They don't let others get a word in. They, they think that they have all the answers and that they are right. So looking at both sides of the D energy, how would this play out for someone who is a business owner? So the good side of that is that as a business owner or a person who is thinking of starting your own business, you do need the D energy. It is very important. It is important for you to have that clear vision, to be focused on what is it you want, to be able to get things done quickly. And here's where introverts can sometimes get stuck because some introverts can be overthinkers. They can be very analytical to the point that they don't execute and implement. So the knowledge is all there. They may have read all the books, done all the courses. They know what exactly they're supposed to be doing next, but they get stuck on execution. So this is where the D energy is very useful. Okay, let's move on now to the I energy. So I for influence, influential, influencer. This is your natural talker. This is the person in the office that you look to to be the MC, to be the host, to be the spokesperson, to be the presenter. This is the person who's naturally strong at networking, collaboration, connection, influencing, negotiating with others, persuading others to get things done, selling. This is the person who loves to be the center of attention and they're just really good at it. They have that charisma, they have that presence and that sense of humor and just the ability to get the audience on their side. They love being around others. And they work well in teams. They are people-oriented. They have high EQ or emotional intelligence. They are great at motivating others. And they bring a lightness and optimism and a humor to the workplace that makes them very likable as colleagues. These are also people who dislike conflict and argument because they want to be liked. They're very much about getting along. So the shadow side of that, of the I, is that there is a strong fear of rejection. So they will not do things that make them be rejected or at risk of being rejected. And this can sometimes show up as being impulsive because they're trying to please. They can be a bit slow to take action. They probably need to talk less and listen more. And they tend to say yes and overpromise. So if you are running a business or intending to run a business, your I energy is very important because that helps you to build your network. It helps you to collaborate with others, to reach out and ask for help, to ask for ideas, to get feedback, to connect. And all of these are important when you are building a business because then that's where your community comes from. And then with the S energy, so we've done D, we've done I, now we've done S. S is for steadiness. Your steady, your stable person, the person who craves predictability and harmony. So these are your even-tempered, friendly, sympathetic, generous ones. The ones who listen well, the ones who are understanding, patient, nurturing. They strive for consensus and harmony, and they will try to reconcile conflicts as they arise. The S energy is also compliant towards authority and a loyal team player. And they're good at multitasking and seeing things through until completion. So in your team, you want an S person and you value an S person because they bring harmony. They're the ones who, if they spot conflict arising, would do something about it. 
because they want people to get along. They want to work in a team where everyone gets along. They want to maintain traditions and they value how others feel. So they would take the time to validate people. They would take the time to listen. And these people with the highest energy are very valuable wherever they go. And as a business owner, you would want an S energy or S energy person on your team because these are the people who will foster loyal relationships with your customers. And this is you yourself creating that connection with the people who buy from you. And what is the flip side? What is the shadow side of this kind of energy? The S energy fears loss of security through change. So change upsets them because they want stability, they want certainty, they want things to go on as they have always done. And you can imagine what it's like in a time when everything is changing frequently, quickly, and if you're not able to adapt because you you just want things to be the same. So what happens then with people who get into a routine and feel secure and then stick to it at all costs and are opposed towards change? So there is this resistance that comes up Whenever a different direction is required, whenever a different vision is required, whenever goals have changed or something happens that's outside your control. So the S energy adjusts well when given a long enough period to adapt, but they require an explanation. They want to know why the change is happening. They don't just accept it. And because the S energy is also a passive kind of energy that avoids conflict, it means that instead of facing issues head on, They try to smooth things over because they value harmony, but it also means that they will experience frustrations and resentments and they may hold grudges. So it's something to be aware of. So the S energy can be very sensitive when it comes to criticism because what they strive for is a positive environment and positive relationships. They want to please others and people pleasers can have difficulty saying no or establishing priorities. So if you're a business owner and you can't establish priorities or you have trouble saying no, you want to please everyone, you want to make everyone happy, you don't want any conflict, there is going to be a problem. And finally, we come to the C energy. So C stands for conscientiousness. I also like to think of it as compliance. This is your accurate, precise, detail-oriented individual. This is your person who thinks analytically and systematically in a very orderly manner who makes decisions very carefully, plenty of research and information to back it up, who is perfectionistic and has very high standards, not just for themselves, but for others as well. And because they focus so much on the details, they tend to be good problem solvers and very creative. They are the kind of person you need in an organization, in a team to pay attention to legalities, financials, the technical side of things, your admin All the little details that most people might overlook or not care for. The C energy person is the one who who enjoys it, who loves picking through the details and putting things in order, looking for the patterns, putting things into the right category, the right folder, and who will get upset if things are not done properly. So in a group setting, your C energy brings perspective and they tend to be that voice of reason, that, that anchor of reality. When somebody says something or proposes something, the C energy will be there thinking through every detail. How does this work? What's the process? What do we do first? What do we do next? What could happen? What's the risk? What could, what's the downside of this? So these are the people who will make realistic estimates and they will voice any problems they see with a plan. So you want them on your team because they are your conscientious types. 
who are even-tempered. They're all about the facts. They're all about being accurate. It's not about people, and they're not really, you know, interested in in that side of things. About being whether they're coming across as emotionally intelligent and sensitive. It's more about getting it right. So your C energy will complete tasks they've committed to, and they will be very thorough. They are your highly reliable team member who takes great pride in doing their work accurately. They are excellent at what they do. Your quiet achievers, your analysts, your researchers, your academics, your information testers. Now the flip side of This high C energy is that they are passive, which means that they also avoid conflict. They don't like to argue, and it's not easy to get them to verbalize their feelings and say what they feel at the moment. What they need is actually clear-cut boundaries so that they can feel comfortable at work or comfortable taking action. And sometimes the C can come across as being too rule-bound. Too much of a stickler for rules and procedures and methods. And I'm sure you know people like that who are. So fixated on getting it right, every comma, every full stop, every spelling error that they will note, and it bothers them. So they find it difficult to stray from being orderly and organized, and they can get too bogged down in the small details, making it difficult for them to see the wood for the trees. So I saw an article today, and it said there's this weird connection between introverts and grammar. And they were looking at instances of introversion, as well as instances where people get upset when there's a wrong spelling, wrong punctuation, wrong grammar. And they were wondering, is there a connection between that? And I thought, you know, is it weird though? Why are we using the word weird as though there's something wrong with that connection? If you think about what we just talked about, we talked about people with a high C energy, and if they are introverts as well, it would make sense. That they are sticklers for grammar and spelling and punctuation because high C types love accuracy. And we talked about having a high S energy as well. And these are your people who like predictability and like stability, who don't like change. So therefore, if they are very used to things being spelled a certain way or spelled in the way that they were taught when they were growing up, they would not appreciate deviating from that standard, especially if they consider that standard the correct standard. And therefore, the high S energy might also be someone who is a stickler for grammar and spelling and punctuation. So let's circle back to what I said at the start: that the DISC profile is less about judgment and more about how we behave in different contexts. It's about how we respond to challenges. Whether you are starting a business, whether you're working in a team, whether this is about you parenting your child, how do we respond to challenges? The D would. Blaze through the challenges. The I would try to get other people on board with persuasion. The S would be a bit hesitant about the challenge because challenge upsets certainty and predictability and tradition. Right? It's a it's it's something that's potentially disruptive. And the C, well, the C might start picking apart the challenge to see which part is acceptable and which part is not. And then there's how you influence others. The D would be less about. Influencing and more about taking over. The I is the one who would try to influence others and win them over. The S would be the one that preserves harmony and peace in influencing others, and the C would try to influence by pointing out the inaccuracies and trying to get people to stick to the standard and to do the right thing. When it comes to preferred pace, which is your preferred pace? I know mine is a slow and gentle pace because I am a high C and a high S. But the D would be the fast-moving one, the go-getter. The I 
would go along with the majority because they are trying to enlist others to their cause. So they would be a bit more fluid. The S is more of a slow-moving, let's keep the status quo kind of person. And the C simply wants to get things done accurately. And finally, how do you respond to rules and procedures? The D doesn't like rules and procedures because they're all about the big picture and getting things done as quickly as possible. The I is more about people and less about rules and procedures. They care more about how people feel, how people think, whether they can get everybody to go along and play nicely. The S would appreciate rules and procedures because they keep the status quo going, because they preserve tradition. And the C loves rules and procedures and lives by them. Okay, so can you see how this profiling system is simply a way of describing how we respond and behave in different contexts? And so it's, it's not about it's better to be a D or it's better to be an S. It's more about in the situation that you are in, whether that's as a parent, whether that's in free friendships, whether that's in a working in a team in the, in the office, or whether it's about starting a business or maintaining a business, how do you use all four energy types to help you be the best version of yourself that you need to be in order to achieve your vision and your goals and to enjoy the journey as well? So I invite you to play around and get curious about how you can use what you know of your DISC profile and the profiles of those around you to work in ways that not only help you, but help them, to help the team, then the greater good as well. We can't be everything, but we can use the intimate knowledge of self in complementary and beneficial ways to collaborate, to cooperate, to contribute, and to create. See you on the next episode. I'm so grateful that you're here today. If you found this content valuable, please share it on your social media channels and subscribe to the show on your favorite listening platform. Together, we can help more introverts thrive. To receive more uplifting content like this, connect with me on Instagram at Serena Lowe, Quiet Warrior Coach. Thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me. See you on the next episode.